Hello, this is Dino Graham, and I want to welcome you to the Life, Love, and You podcast. I hope you hear something today that is inspiring, encouraging, and uplifting, and something that helps get you to the next level in your life. And now together, let's go and enjoy the podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Dino Graham, and welcome to the Life, Love, and You podcast. It's brought to you by Global Life Alliance and IamLifeChurch.com. Wow, what a great day we're living in today here in the United States. It's the day before our election, our presidential election, and we are just so excited as a church to be living in this day where we know that God is at work. He is alive and well. God is not dead. He is at work on our behalf. He is at work on your behalf. I'm not sure where you're at today. Maybe you're at work, at school, in the marketplace, at home, at the ball field. I'm not sure where you are as you're listening to this. You may be resting and maybe you're on vacation, but I assure you, that God is at work. He's not on vacation. He's not on sabbatical. He doesn't he doesn't take weekends off. God is always at work. I want to direct your attention to the book of John chapter 5 starting in verse 16. It says for this reason the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him because he had done things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father has been working until now, and I have been working. Therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then Jesus answered in verse 19, and he said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. Throughout the Bible, you will observe God at work in many people's lives. So many stories in Scripture shows us that God is actively at work in people's lives. Sometimes He acts in dramatic fashion, as in the story of the Red Sea parting and allowing the Israelites to escape the Egyptian army. What an exciting story! It's been made into movies. It's captivating. It's energetic. It's exciting. It's miraculous. And then at other times, it may appear as if God is not taking any action, as if he's he's passive, as if he's just asleep at the wheel, not on the job, not up to the task. I think of Mary and Martha in John chapter 11, 
They, they send word to Jesus that their brother needs his help. But for some cr- crazy reason, Christ delayed before traveling to their home. It's crazy in our eyes, but it's all part of God's plan. You see, our Father has given us the Holy Spirit to help us recognize his presence and his handiwork. The Spirit cultivates spiritual discernment in us so we can have the hope and believe that God is at work in our lives, in our situation. Whatever you're going through today, whatever you're facing, whatever obstacle is in your way, you see, in addition to spiritual discernment, we must develop patience because the Lord operates according to his timetable, not ours. I, I'm almost certain I'm speaking to people who are a bit impatient. It's a natural tendency in our world. We've grown up ordering our food in the drive-thru. We go through the coffee line at Starbucks in the mornings. We want our coffee. This morning, not only were we going through the Starbucks drive through we called ahead. We ordered online so our order would already be made. All we had to do was just step in the front door and pick up our coffee. Didn't have to wait in line. Didn't have to honk the horn at anybody in a hurry. You see, we knew that the coffee would be there, but we weren't willing to wait. And see, our spiritual discernment helps us develop patience because the Lord's clock, his watch, his timepiece is not like ours. And after After being promised numerous descendants, I think of Abraham and Sarah. God had promised them numerous descendants, yet Abraham and Sarah had to wait until they were far beyond childbearing years. They had to wait many years before she could conceive. You see, we find in this story the lesson we learn is that impatience can cause us to take matters into our own hands. And when we do that, we're prone to make mistakes. Think about over your life, all the times you tried to hurry the plan of God for your life. You took things into your own hands. You approached things with your own humanistic wisdom, your own intellect. And at the time, you thought you were, you were getting ahead. Maybe you were seeing where you could take a shortcut to the end process. But then when you get to the end, you realize this is one huge mess. Why? All because you did not wait on the Lord. All because your impatience triggered a response. That wasn't good on your behalf. I read in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 27, a story about Hannah. You see, the Lord's efforts can bring delight 
That was the case when Hannah bore a child. His plan can also lead through painful times, which was the experience of Joseph. You're familiar with that story, painful. Before the Lord elevated Joseph, he, before he elevated him to a position of authority to help his own family, Joseph was sold into slavery and he was unjustly imprisoned. Imagine that. And then Jesus told his disciples that his father was always at work and so was he. Now, I'm sure Joseph did not think God was at work on his behalf while he's in prison. I'm sure that there are times when you're going through things, maybe right now, and you're thinking, it's easy to sit there and do a podcast and tell me to be patient, but you're not the one going through this situation. See, we will be encouraged and strengthened in our faith when we recognize the ways in which God is operating. Operation, it's not a fast process. It's not a quick fix. There's a lot of preparation that, that goes into a medical procedure, an operation, a surgical maneuver that's made by the hands of a talented and well-trained surgeon. And so we have to understand to trust the surgeon even when we don't understand the surgery. These glimpses of God's handiwork, when we learn to trust Him even when we can't track Him, when we can just get a glimpse of His handiwork, it will motivate us to stay the course, to march in line, to keep the, the steady flow of, of, of the rhythm of our steps in line with his plan. And it will help us maintain a godly perspective in life. We won't lose hope. We will hold fast to the Lord's promises. Every promise in the Bible is ours. We have to have faith and trust that God is at work on our behalf. We have to have faith and know that he's not asleep at the wheel, that he is always at work, that he has our best interest in mind. Yes, we may go through some pain. Yes, we may experience some discomfort. But when he brings us through, and he, and he promises that he will, when he brings us through, we will have the testimony that God can bring us through. We can give him praise and glory for that. And then we can share to others and encourage them what he did for me, he can do for you. And so I encourage you not to act in impatience, but, but be steadfast in the things of God. Trust his process. Trust his word. Trust his handiwork. He created you in his image. He's not going to let you fall. Until next time, know that God is at work in your life. I love you and I'm praying for you. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you were blessed. For more information about us, visit globallifealliance.com or iamlifechurch.com. Until next time, have a blessed day.